Hey everybody, this is Brenda Devine from Purpose 8 Institute, and you're listening to my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose, where we discuss the importance of purpose in our everyday lives. Discovering and living out your purpose keeps you focused on God's purpose. That is sharing the good news of salvation with others. This podcast is for people like me, still searching for the answers to Who am I and why am I here? You and I were designed and created by God for purpose, and we have much to do. You can listen and subscribe to my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose with Brenda Devine on Anchor and all other podcast platforms. This is Brenda Devine from Purpose 8 Institute. We have been having this long conversation about distractions. We've been talking about the different things, the different people, the situations, our busyness, our emotional hurts, our pains, our trauma, our weaknesses, things that we have allowed to separate us, that distract us from an intimate relationship with our Father, our God, our Creator. So I know you're probably saying, so how, what are these distractions about really? I mean, why are they so important? Um, They're so important because they're so easy. It's so easy for us to get caught up in the distractions because they're so compelling. They're so deep. They're so personal. They just have so many layers of foundation that just draw us in. Um, And if we're not aware that we are being distracted, we'll never know how we can get to me, how we can get to the person that we are supposed to be, that authentic person that God created. So I want today to introduce introduce an idea. Introduce a thought. And the thought is to consider that you were born, that you were created, that you were designed for purpose. How would considering that thought change your life? Seriously, how does knowing that you have purpose change your life? I mean, when you don't know that you have purpose, when I didn't know that I had purpose, distractions just took over because I didn't know any different. I didn't know any different. It wasn't until the Christian principle of purpose was introduced to me that I realized that there was another alternative. There was another life. There was another something else. There was something beyond my everyday that I was in. There was something else beyond my busyness, beyond my career, beyond how I felt about myself, beyond my past. There was something else besides that I was in, those distractions taking over my life. So I want to introduce the idea of purpose. 
And we've talked a little bit about that, about what purpose is. The Christian principle of purpose has nothing to do about your passions and your goals. It's about why you're here, why you're here. So the distractions, like I said, are so important because if you don't know that they're distractions, if you don't know that there are obstacles, if you don't know that they're a challenge, if you don't know that they're standing in the way of between you and having a more intimate or strengthening your relationship with God, you're just going to keep, you're just going to keep living that way. So I want to introduce that idea of purpose, that you are here for a reason, not a mistake. You are unique in every way. Not a mistake. Doesn't matter. You were planned. Your life is planned. And God has a purpose for you. God has may have more than one purpose for you. But you are here for the bigger picture, which is salvation. And God's love for us. That is the big picture. This is all about. This is all about God. This is all about God's plan for salvation, eternal life, and heaven with him. Now, wow, that's the big purpose. So where do you fit in? You fit in how God wants you to fit in. You fit in how God planned plans for you to be in. But the thing is, when you are so consumed with distractions... It's going to be pretty hard to um, recognize or identify or discover why you are here. What is your purpose? So, um, the last time we talked, we talked about the the uh, imagery of being on a field. You on one side and God on the other side. And trees all around. And those trees are separating you from seeing God, knowing his, well, you know, he's there, you know, God's on the other side, but you can't really, you can't really get there because you have all this busyness and, and, and distractions and issues and, and all these other things that we talked about that are clouding or that are standing in that way, in your way. So we talked about, um, before about what you can move, identifying some of those distractions being, um, being self-aware of of issues and situations and all of the other things, the distractions that are in your life. So I'm hopeful that since the last time we talked that you've identified a few of those distractions and that you've decided, you've made a decision, you've made a commitment to move those over or to eliminate them. Now, that sounds really easy to say sometimes, but it's, 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 it can be difficult to recognize that you have distractions and that something or someone or situations current or past are preventing you from um, experiencing a more intimate relationship with God. So I know that's difficult. Um, it's not an easy process. Um, it's an ongoing process because the longer you live, the more you identify um, things that you may not have thought. But let's just start with 
the the three the three possibly three distractions that you've identified in your own life so let's think about um um and i don't know if you've committed to anything or but let's say you've committed to to um moving three over okay so in this field between you and god's presence you've decided to move three trees out the way so there's more space for God to be in your life. There's more time for this relationship um, to either be established or strengthened. More time for intimacy intimacy with your creator. So you've got that space now. So what are you doing with it? So what is that? So what does that mean? I've got more space. I've got more time to spend with God. So think about it like this. So while you're living, while you're breathing, when you wake up in the morning throughout the day, God is communicating with you, okay? Um, You may not hear an audible sound. You may feel a prompting. You may not feel or hear anything, but he is communicating with you. You may not, as I said, you may not hear it, but you have breath in your body, okay? So he's communicating with you. (laughs) So think about it like that. So God is communicating with you. So when I started studying about, um, I took a class about four, about five years ago at my church about studying the Bible. And I came into it thinking, okay, I'm going to learn about God. I'm going to learn about this historical stuff and and I'm going to learn about religion and and this is what I'm going to do. Um, but the classes, what I came to find out is that the more I learned about God, the more I learned about me. And when you create more space, you move those distractions over. You give space for God to be in. You give space for you and he to communicate. So he's already communicating to you. The question is, are you communicating to him? Okay, so some of us think that, um, you know, I've had people like you have to be a a Bible thumper. You have to carry your Bible around all the time. No, it's a dialogue. It's a it's a dialogue throughout the day. Dialogue can come through um, reading your Bible, from studying, from praying, from listening to gospel songs and meditating on the messaging. that communication comes through talking, talking to God. Prayer is is simply talking to God, talking to him about acknowledging him first of who he is and then talking to him about whatever is going on with you. You know, it doesn't have to be some drawn out process. It is simply communicating with him. Um, you can communicate in the day, the night, during the day. You can communicate anywhere. Um, just communicating with your with with your creator. So don't get caught up in about it has to you gotta light three candles and you gotta it's not that. It is about having a communication with your creator, being open and available, open and available to communicate and with him and to receive receive 
information, revelation, direction, and correction because you're in a relationship. So it's not just always lovey-dovey. It's not always that. You're going to get some revelations. You're going to get some directions. And you're going to get some corrections. So there is a continuous conversation going on. The question is whether you're leaving space to in your life, time, space. Are you open and receptive and able to have this conversation, this ongoing conversation? So as I said, um, for me, I created space. And you have to, so I'm going to tell you what what I what I've done and what I do and then you have to you pick what you you don't have to necessarily pick from my list you pick from what I mean it's your relationship with God so you pick what is comfortable for you so what I have done what I do is I read the Bible okay I read the Bible I study it I I have a playlist of songs, um, different playlists for different things, um, uh, to keep me focused, to keep me, um, um, in, in that mindset of wanting to be close to God. I, I journal, I pray. And, um, I, I, I never was the type of person to be a, to journal, but what I found is, is that the closer, the more time, the more space that I, I I allowed to have, that I was open and willing to have, I found that the more that I was reading about God, the more that I was leaving myself open to him to receive his communication, his revelation, the direction and correction, I was full. And this fullness had to go somewhere. So I started journaling things about how I felt, um, what I was learning, and... The, the, the funny thing about journaling is that when you go back and reread some of your comments, you start to see some patterns. <laughs> you start to see, well, I started to see some patterns of things that I needed to improve on and in the ways of my thinking, the ways of how I behave, the way of how I speak to people, how I entered and how I, how I engaged in relationships with other people. I started to see those patterns and in those patterns, I identified that I needed some healing. I needed some healing. And so what I do, um, when I say study the Bible, um, most people get hung up on the idea that the Bible is very confusing. And I can see, I can see that because it's, it, um, and it's been confusing for, for me in the past too. It's like, okay, we're at Genesis, but then now we're, it, it, it is confusing unless that is, is, is something that you, you, um, you know, you have that background of, of Christian history to get into. So what I do for myself, because I'm asking God to heal me, I'm asking him to strengthen me. And when I identify those weaknesses, because when you're having that relationship with God, (laughs) your weaknesses, your your weaknesses are going to surface. Because remember, you're having a real relationship. You have, you're not hiding anymore. You've created some space. You're opening yourself up to God. So I started to see weaknesses and what I do is, 
Um, when I have something going on with me, I go and find the Bible scriptures for those, the biblical scriptures for those. And I study those and I learn about them and I learn about, I learn about myself. Now, and here's the other thing, when you're reading the Bible, and this is where people make the mistake, they read the Bible and think the Bible is for somebody else. No, the Bible is for you. The Bible is an intimate conversation between God and you. And that revelation that you you get out of it is for you. So don't think when you're reading reading the Bible that it's just for someone else. It happened ages ago. It's not applicable to me. No, everything in there is applicable to you. It is God speaking to you. And your response, how you live, how you speak, how you engage in relationships with people is your response back to God. So don't just think when you're reading the Bible, it's just about your reading. In order for you to get the fullness of the word, you have to apply it to yourself. Now, (laughs) there's going to be many times that when you're reading the Bible and you're applying the word to yourself, you're going to see more than what you came in for. Okay? That's called revelation. (laughs) And then you're going to hear some correction. Correction meaning, you know, I may come to God and say, okay, I got somebody bothering me at work and they just, okay, all right, but okay, I, I hear you, Brenda, but what part are you playing in this? And that's the hard part for me when I get my correction, because when there's a clear path that you can see that someone is just, ah, and when I go to God, when you go to God, the the what I have found is... I got a correction and then I'm going to get what I'm supposed to do. So what is most important is not what I'm telling God that someone is, 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 is bothering me about this particular person. What is important is my response because my response is how I communicate that I am a child of God, that I am communicating, that I understand that this My response is important because my response is a reflection of God's glory. And that is the communication that we're having. So, so that is why the distractions, talking about distractions, identifying what those distractions are. That is why it is so important that we spend some time thinking about what those distractions are. And believe me, you're going to find some initial ones and then you're going to, if, if, if you are committed to being self-aware, if you're committing, committing to living a life of purpose and aligning your life to God, you will find more distractions. <laughs> you will find, um, you will find out things about yourself that you have forgotten about. You will find emotions and situations that you hadn't even thought about. You've pushed those things down so so deep. But as you start to 
open up your heart and your mind to this relationship with God, all of those things that have been hidden will come to the surface. And the more they come to the surface, the more you need to be going to God's word. And the more you need to be talking to him, the more you need to be studying, the more you need to be meditating. Because as you learn more about yourself, you realize how weak you are. And in your weakness, you realize that you need God more. And that relationship gets stronger because you are allowing yourself to trust him. You acknowledge that you just can't do it all. You just can't. You're not equipped to do it all. So that relationship gets stronger. So that is why distractions are so important. And once And once I started to identify those distractions, I started to identify those things from my past that were, were, that were hurting me that I didn't want to acknowledge, but they were coming out in my speech and my actions and my relationships with people and stress and hurting me. Then I realized that I needed God to help me with that, that I couldn't do it on my own. How the world had told me how to, how to do it. That was not the, that was not the answer. The answer was that I needed to trust in God, that I needed to rely on him to heal me. So distractions, very important. So, oh, but what, what I want to, what I want to mention before I leave this in, in the post is, uh, I want to say that as you, those distractions are moved away, as you start to see more of who you are outside of your labels, your titles, your positions, your organizations, your family, your marriage, your children, as you start to see more of you, you will start to realize your capabilities. You will realize the confidence in yourself. You will realize the gifts. You will start to realize the gifts that God, your spiritual gifts that God has given you. You will start to be so full that you want to use what you have, what is within your design, with what God has put into you. You will want to use those things. You will want to. So, It's critical, it's so important to identify those distractions so you can get to a place of being you, you, your whole self, your complete self, your authentic self, so you can get to the place, so I can get to the place, so we can get to the place where we are communicating with God as ourselves our authentic selves, how he created and designed us, not that person on the other side of the field that's distracted by everything else that's going on, but be that authentic person that God has created. So I'm going to leave you with that. And um, I just want to thank you again for spending time with me um, as we go through this journey of living a life of purpose. This is Brenda Devine from Purpose 8 Institute. Hey, I'll talk to you in a little bit. Bye-bye.
Thank you for joining me on my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose on Anchor and all other major podcast platforms. To learn more about Purpose 8 Institute and our ministry of sharing the importance of purpose, please visit our website, www.purpose8institute.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and even TikTok. If you would like to learn more about purpose beyond this podcast, Living a Life of Purpose, you can also purchase one of my books that are available on my website, purpose 8 and also on Amazon.